You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Welcome back for another episode of Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day talking about Georgia football and basketball. We're talking a lot about football these days. Basically because if we talk about basketball, we'll end up weeping. We'll just cry. We'll just cry. Because the Marquette job is no longer open. Vacancy filled. And it listens to me. Marquette. Um, kudos to you for hiring somebody way better than Tom Green. <laughs> uh, this is where this is where we go off the rails. So before we do that, let me tell you about this podcast. This podcast is for you if you're a fan of UGA. If you talk like a fan, think like a fan, and most importantly, and I cannot stress this enough, feel like a fan because that's what Daniel mm. and I talk about. We are fans first and foremost. We're not gurus or insiders. Here's a little hint. No one is. Just so you know. Mm. No Ooh. one is. Check Ooh. Crystal ball predictions, not very good. When 60%... Con- controversial. Yeah, controversial. When 60% is good, that's not good in life, guys. Um, but we are fans first and foremost. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's for fans by fans. That's correct. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Please don't take yourself too seriously if you listen to this podcast. We're here to have a good time. We're here to talk. We're here to joke around. We're here to uh, talk about real things, Georgia football and basketball related. Give our takes and opinions and thoughts. We would love to hear your takes, opinions, and thoughts. But again, uh, entertainment first uh, and all the rest of it will just take care of itself. That's, That's the way that we operate this podcast. So we're glad that you're here. If it sounds like the kind of show that you're interested in, then subscribe to the show. We are here five days a week. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and um, email us. Give us your thoughts, your opinions, your comments, your questions. LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com is the email address. At Dogs Podcast is the Twitter handle. And today, it's our promise to you, the listener, that all of the players on the teams that we mentioned okay, we will go. have actually played in the decade of the teams that we are talking about them in. There are no catfishes represented in this episode. In fact, the 1970 squad has been eliminated from the bracket. And now we're down to four. The um, the 1990s mm. team, the winner of yesterday's matchup is the four seed. They are matched up against the one seed, which is the 2000s mm. squad. Mm-hmm. 2001 to 2010. That team, uh, that matchup will take place sometime next week. But uh, today we're going the two seed and the three seed. And that is the 2010s, mm-hmm. 2011 to 2020, versus the 1980s, 1981 to 1990. Um, this is a matchup, Clint. <laughs> this is a dogfight. Oh, my. This oh is my. a just a flat-out... Um, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to our specific thoughts in a second. I'm gonna read the '80s roster, Clint. Mm-hmm. If you want to read the 2010s roster, uh, quarterback of the '80s team is Buck Ballou. Running back, you know, is Herschel Walker. Second running back is Tim Worley. Wait, third running back <laughs> is Lars Tate because we ain't need to throw no ball. No. Uh, Wide receiver, in case we need him, is Lindsey Scott, who is still running to the best of my knowledge. Uh, tight end is Troy Sandowski because um, 
You, he ain't going to catch it, no. but he will block for Herschel, and that's all that we need him to do. Mike Weaver, Peter Anderson, Guy McIntyre, Nat Hudson, and Winford Hood, my lord, the total LBs on that offensive line, fantastic. The bench is Keith Henderson, Rodney Hampton, and Clarence Key, so just some more LBs in case we need to bring them in. Sure. And then the defensive line, Jimmy Payne, Freddie Gilbert, Bill Goldberg, and Donald Chumley. I'm sorry. Linebackers, Richard Tardis, mm. Lissack, John Brantley, and Mo Lewis. Defensive backfield is Terry Hogue, Scott Warner, Ben Smith, and Jeff Sanchez. The bench is Daryl Jones, Tony Flack, and Aaron Chubb relative to the stars, Aaron Chubb. And then the kicker is Kevin Butler, the punter, John Casey. Uh, that's the 1980s roster, Clint. Hit us up with the 2010s roster, and then we'll come back in the second segment and break it down. I would gladly do so. He only played one year for us. He only played a couple of games, but JT Daniels is the quarterback of the 2010s, followed by you know, that's right. none other than Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle, because, my goodness, oh, wait, oh, wait, um, oh, wait. No, no, Sonny, Sonny Michelle, not Todd on Todd Gurley. Sorry. Yes. Good Nick golly. Chubb and Todd Gurley. One and Sorry, two. Sorry, Sony. One and two. Head uh, Sony on the bench, uh, but not not in the Jorge uh get well soon is wide receiver. Mikol Hardman also back there. Malcolm Mitchell makes his appearance on the wide receiver club. That makes three wide receivers. Then the best tackle ever at UGA, Andrew Thomas. Ben Jones, David Andrews recently signed. Go get him. Go get him, Captain. Get those bills. Gordy Glenn and Isaiah Wynn at the other tackle position. The bench is now Sony Michelle, Aaron Murray, and Solomon Kinley rounding out the bench on offense. Defense is Jordan Davis, Tyler Clark, John Jenkins, Jarvis Jones, mm. Mm, the yes, man, sir. the myth, not the myth, just the legend, Roquan Smith, uh, mm. Oklahoma called. And they're still pissed. Uh, they don't want to see you again. Alec Ogletree, Leonard Floyd, round, Leonard Floyd round out the linebackers. DeAndre Baker locking down corner. Sean Williams, Bakari Rambo, Mr. Boykin back there in the secondary. The bench is Lorenzo Carter, Aziz Ozolari, Richard LeCount, because why not? Damn good dog right there. And Rex Captain. Specs. Kicking those field goals. He ain't going to miss nothing. Mm. And Jake Camarda, I'm sorry, uh, Butler is the punter uh, on this team. Uh, and that is the 2010. Hey, we're going to come back after this. We're going to break down what is exciting, what the high points and the low points of both of these teams are. And then the third segment, we're going to give our prediction of who wins it. But first, Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar there is. How do I know? I'm not lying to you because I put it in my mouth and it's delicious. Like I, I want to keep eating it. It's not that I put it in my mouth and I think to myself, wow, this protein bar is disgusting, and I spit it out after trying it for a while. No, this protein bar is delicious. Head over to BuiltBar.com right now. Put in the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, LOCKEDON20, 20% off your entire order of high-protein, low-sugar, high-in-fiber, fiber keto-approved protein bar. Meal replacement, on-the-go, pre-workout, post-workout, whatever you need, this protein bar is going to do it. Right now, they're doing a March Madness matchup in which Mint Brownie is playing the winner of yesterday's matchup, Daniel, uh, which is Cookies and Cream versus Cookie Dough cr uh, Chunk. We we know who wins I'm that. Sorry. There's a... Well there's no loser. I'll tell you that right now. We win. There's no there's no loser of that matchup. The winner is whoever eats it. That's right. Uh, BuiltBar.com. 
promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your entire order. All right, pros and cons, uh, strengths and weaknesses. Clint, which squad do you want to start with? Uh, I want to start with the 80s, Daniel. I'm sorry. Okay, the pro, yeah. the pro is they hand it off and you can't tackle them. The pro is... So they just keep running. They, they, the, the floor is 6.5 yards on a bad run play. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's on, not... On a, broken, yeah. on a broken play in which... That's on a fumbled snap. <laughs> that's, on a, that's on a fumbled snap where everyone's still looking at the sidelines and no one's really sure that the play's been called. Yeah, that's the 6.5 yards. Uh, uh, Herschel, Tim Worley, and Lars Tate... Um, you just keep rolling them in, mm-hmm. Clint. Um, Lindsey Scott is a bit of a downfield passing threat. He, he can move and head and head downfield, and so that play action game, Clint. Listen, it is a hard play action when you fake that handoff to number thirty-four. Okay, you understand that's that's why I like to call uh, twenty-two eyes in the backfield. Real, real when quick, you fake that real handoff. quick question: Does Bakari Rambo and Sean Williams want to come downhill and hit Daniel? They, they do. They're going to be they eaten sure up do. every single play fake. So, yeah, that play action fake is huge. And then I think low-key strength of this 1980 squad is uh, Terry Hogue in the secondary. Mm. Because this is Terry Hogue, if you're not familiar, one of the greatest Georgia Bulldogs of all time. Uh, Vince Dooley called him maybe the greatest defensive player he's ever seen. I'm sorry. In his that's that's what he said. Not not coached, coached, Daniel. Seen. There you go. Has Vince Dooley seen many football players in his life? Uh, so I know that we're going to get to the 2010s team, and um, we're going to talk about their strengths. But let's just say a, a strength of this 1980s squad is the secondary, which is good because I'm going to say the strength of the 2010s team, Clint. Ooh. Is the downfield passing game? Ooh. Is that that's? It's, let me let me listen, try again. It's Nick Chubb and it's Todd Gurley. It's Nick Chubb and it's Todd Gurley. But Jorge, Mikol, Malcolm Mitchell, JT Daniels. Yes, sir. This is a yes, yes, This sir. is a. This is um. Woo wee! Todd Munkin's the OC. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Okay now. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay now. Let's go. Uh no that that twenty tens club is going to the in the invert. Of the play action pass. Now all of a sudden the draw. Go ahead, go ahead, dial up that draw on oh, third and yeah. eighth because everybody bailing to try to get back in that secondary, and that's what Nick and Todd is going to have a field day, y'all. Uh, and by the way, we're they, putting JT they, in they a are. shotgun. We're putting Nick on one side and Todd on the other of him, and three wide out. Like that's that's the formation every play. Okay. And 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 we'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to no one for that formation. <laughs> Not a single like to- one. No, not going to do that. Um, Now, the secondary, the strength of the 1980s defense, Clint, but um, I'm not even going to say the front seven is the strength of this uh, 2010s defense because the defensive line anchored by both... (laughs) I can't even say it without laughing. Anchored by both Jordan Davis and John Jenkins on the field at the same time. Okay. That's like seven hundred and ninety pounds of human uh, on the, de- but but it's not them. But, but wait a second, Daniel. It's the people that stands behind them. This is the four best linebackers that could ever take the field. You said for the on University yesterday's of podcast, low key strength 
of that 70s club, that linebacker club that we had against the 70s and the 90s yep. club. You said watch out. But, Daniel, these boys right here, Jarvis Jones, Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. Be- mm-hmm. Alec Ogletree, Leonard Floyd. Uh-huh. I just listed. I can that be our can that be a Mount Rushmore right there? Like, sure. You listed in my mind unequivocally uh-huh. the best outside linebacker and the best inside linebacker to ever play at Georgia. Period. And then Alec Ogletree and Leonard Floyd. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep. They the scrubs on that. Look, on that I understand Herschel is the best to ever lace him up. I get that, but I'm telling you this right now. He might break a sweat. Mm. He's going to break a sweat. Listen, Jarvis don't want no piece of Herschel. No, no, he don't. Okay. <laughs> Jarvis wants um, the five millimeters of JT Daniels' knee. That's what, Jar- that's what Jarvis wants. That's right. Okay, that's what, that's what he's after. Um, but that matchup with Roquan Smith and Herschel Walker, Clint, <laughs> uh, just give me, give me all the popcorn. Give me all the popcorn and let's go. Oklahoma's going to get real in a hurry with that one, Daniel. This is, this is, it's speed versus raw power. It is, uh, technique mm-hmm. versus physicality. It's everything that you want in a matchup, Clint. It's, uh, all right. These teams are both loaded. This is the two seed versus the three seed. There is a reason um, that these teams are both loaded. One of them has to lose, and we will give our predictions, final score, and uh, how we think the game is going to go coming up after this. But first, March Madness is happening. The final four is set, and so you need to get to betonline.ag right now and pick your teams. Pick the national champion. Pick the winners of the final four matchups. Um, go over there. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit, which means when you deposit $500, they're going to give you $250 for free right on top. You deposit $100, they're going to give you $50 for free right on top. At betonline.ag, you can bet on not only March Madness, but you bet on golf, uh, baseball. I'm sorry, is it opening day? Oh, hello. Is, op- is opening <laughs> Is opening day happening, Clint? Do the Braves play tomorrow? That's the question I have for Max you. Max Fried is, is it, on the bump. The, the answer is yes. The Bravos are on the hill tomorrow on Thursday. And you can get over to betonline.ag right now and bet on that matchup as well as many others. Um, they're your online sportsbook experts. Enter the promo code locked on to get your 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit at betonline.ag. We need a prediction of who's going to win. I'm going to tell you right now. The first game in this, the the playing game, uh, was liver transplants after spearing happened uh, from all them all the <laughs> That's boys. Correct. Okay, that's correct. There was there was not a trainer on the sideline. There was an orthopedic surgeon correct. on the sideline. We got civil war. <laughs> we're just sawing off limbs over here in the tent. It, it is. There were gurneys involved in the first game. Correct. Correct. This game is going to have a similar feel to it. It's going to be nay close to as physical uh but i think with jt and jorge mikol and malcolm mitchell out there it's going to get it look herschel might take three plays to get down the field but jt can just bomb it in one to mikol running up the sideline in a hurry uh daniel i i again think this is going to be a high scoring game just like the first i think there's gonna be a lot of points in this game it's interesting, isn't it? When you look at these teams, it's just it's so hard not to favor the offense. It's so hard. 
These are the most legendary defenses you could possibly imagine. And I'm just, I'm going to say it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's going to, it's painful. I don't think the 80s team can score against this 2010s team. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I don't think, I know, listen, some of y'all, and listen, I'm not, I'm not a young man myself. And so, listen, some of y'all just going to get all up in your feels that like I'm as if I'm disrespecting Herschel here. And I'm not disrespecting Herschel. Mm-mm. But uh, I do not think there are enough weapons around him on this 80s squad. And when you have Jordan Davis and John Jenkins and Tyler Clark eating up blocks and then the four most athletic linebackers to maybe ever do it in the red and black, the secondary is maybe, you know, DeAndre Baker, quite good. Brandon Boykin, obviously good. John Williams, Bakari Rambo, hard hitters. They would probably suffer in coverage. Mm -hmm. This 2010s team would probably suffer against a high-octane, pitch-it-all-around-the-yard type offense. But the fact is is that we got three running backs in the starting lineup. We got one wide receiver. We have have Buck Ballou, who is a damn good dog and a Georgia legend, but is not the most proficient passer in the history of the University of Georgia. And so... I think the matchup is favorable for the 2010s defense. And then you look at this 20, the 1980s defense. Yes, they have Terry Hogue. Mm-hmm. They have uh, Werner in the secondary. I do think they will be able to slow down Mikol and Jorge and Malcolm Mitchell. I do think they might confuse JT Daniels. And there might be a bit of struggle there. But then you hand the ball off, Clint, to Nick Chubb and Todd Gurley. I just can't. There's no way around it. I can't see any way that the 2010s team doesn't win going away by double digits. So thank you. I I couldn't be – the Yankee couldn't be the first one out of the gate to say Herschel and the 80s team was going to lose. I I couldn't have said it. So I'm glad you did it for us. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. lose. This 2010s team. And I – Listen, listeners, feel free to argue. Feel free to argue with us. Feel free to tell us that we're wrong. But I don't see this game as being particularly close. I think the final score of the game would be somewhere in the neighborhood of 17 to 7 or maybe 21 to 7, maybe 17 to 3. Like, I don't see the game being super high scoring. I, but. I see Nick and Todd really controlling this game. I think there will be maybe in the next matchup we'll talk about more like Jorge and Mikol, but I think uh, Ben Jones, Cordy Glenn, yeah. David Andrews—they just gonna Look. lean on some lean on guys, and then they may not be the best to ever do it at Georgia. But that's the second best running back in college football history. Clint, put some respect on his name that's, when you talk about him. Look, like you say, seventeen. I I don't see there's any way they're not scoring more than twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. Daniel, this this twenty tens team is going to score could points be. on this. And yeah, uh, again, that that offensive line. I I, I don't see anybody don't, stopping them except they for, don't struggle to. The, the defense that they have, if the defense that they are, you know, practice leading up to this game, the scrimmages leading up, oh, my. Oh, well, my. Listen, check, check, back, check back with us next week because I got another defense that I want to talk yeah. to you about next well, week. So we'll, we'll, get, ju- we'll get we'll just, there. Why don't you just keep that, why don't you just keep that thought under, under your hat for uh, a second? No, it's going to be 20. I, I'm going to go 26 to 7. 
Yeah, the 2010s team takes it. They they are uh, advancing to the championship. We're going to talk about the 2000s squad, the number one seed against the 1990s squad, uh, the number four seed that won the play-in game. We're going to talk about that matchup next week, and then we will have a championship set. The real March Madness uh, continues with the Georgia All-Decade teams. Tomorrow we will be back to play this or that uh, on Thursday, which is one of our favorite things to do. And then on Friday, we'll get back to our countdown of the most exciting players in in the 2021 season for the University of Georgia. Until then, have a great week, and we will talk to you guys later. See ya.